This is 41. Obviously, it's, it's New Year's Eve, and so what we want to talk about is, you know, the, the year ahead of us. Uh, sometimes you look at it as like out with the bad and in with the good, or out with the old and, and in with the new. But I, I, I just want to look at it in, in a way this morning where we look at it in the idea of, of, of planning ahead. And, and we'll, we'll see how that all plays out. Out of Genesis 41, I want to highlight a few verses that are in there uh, to look at this idea when we know that Joseph was, was thrown in, in prison and he was with the, the king's uh, cupbearer and, and butler in prison. And they discovered that, that God had gifted him with being able to in, uh, interpret dreams. And the pharaoh had a dream which he couldn't solve. And, and so they, they came and said, well, we think we know the guy that could. And, and so we're going we're gonna to look at that situation because that dealt with an upcoming plague upon Egypt and the area and, and how they prepared for that. And, and so it tells us in Genesis 41 at verse 29, and we'll bounce a little bit back and forth between these verses, that there, were go- there was going to be seven years of great abundance coming. And uh, in verse 30 it said, but yet there would be seven years of incredible famine as well. And, and the famine was going to be so great that uh, the, the time of abundance would even be forgotten. Uh, I guess privately or secretly, that sometimes is my kind of fear. You know, we've been sitting in a couple years now where the, uh, the stock market is rising and interest rates are rising and everything. And I don't worry for myself, but I worry for our kids and our grandkids, you know, what's going to happen to them if the economic bottom drops out, you know? And so we, we look to the future that way, trying to assess it rather than living in fear of it. Uh, but we, we see this developing here in this situation with, with Joseph. We know Joseph is going to be pulled out of prison to appear before Pharaoh. Uh, we see uh, that in verse 14. Verses earlier, where it says, Pharaoh sent, called out Joseph. They brought him hastily out of the dungeon. He shaved himself, changed his raiment, came in to Pharaoh. And uh, now to see how this, this situation plays out, we, we look at verse 33. It says, Pharaoh was looking for a wise and discerning man. And, and gave Joseph basically authority over all the land of Egypt. Verse 34 says he was going to be, Pharaoh was going to be looking for officers who would collect one-fifth of the produce in the land. And this is where we see Joseph uh, having interpreted the dream. He, he said uh, that your, your dream says there's going to be five years or seven years of abundance, then seven years of famine. And what you need to do Find people you can trust to put away one-fifth of what's going to be produced during those, land, uh, those years of, of abundance. In uh, verse 35, it says you'll gather the excess food during those years, store up the grain, preserve it so the cities will have food. In verse 36, this food should be held in storage for the land in preparation for the seven years of famine that will occur. And uh, so we see that, that in all of this, God through Joseph lays out this plan. What I want to say 
because of all of that can be summed up very simply by saying, God always has a plan. Okay, here we are on, uh, on the end of, of, of 2017. We're getting ready to spring, uh, springboard into 2018. And the one thing that I'd love to get across is that God has a plan. And, and, and uh, we'll see in a moment or two, he's, I think he's got a broad plan and he's got a specific plan. But it tells us, uh, as, as, as God brought this to Joseph, uh, verse 32 says, uh, that, that Pharaoh's dream was brought to him twice. It was doubled. Because uh, we, we might say, well, why, why does God do that? Why does God do things twice? He, 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 he calls someone and, and he'll call them by name twice, you know? And, and, and uh, in, in this case, God lets Pharaoh uh, see this dream twice. And it tells us in verse 32, because it is established by God and God will bring it to pass. And uh, what that tells me is that God's plans and purposes are a done deal. I, I want to say his plans and purposes for each one of us. Uh, those plans are a done deal and they are plans God desires to accomplish in our lives. Um, we so often don't know what those plans are, but I always just take, uh, take solace in this idea that I, I don't know what his plans are. I just know he has them. It's a done deal. He plans on carrying it out. Sometimes we know we get in his way from, from him, him being able to, to, to carry that out. And, and so that's the circumstance. It's what I, what I want to bring to us today. Is, is this idea that, that, that God has plans for us and, and, and it's a done deal and, and we're going to take a look at that. And uh, um, this, this morning, I don't plan on keeping us too long. When, when I was looking at this, uh, I don't often critique my own sermons, but, but, but as I was looking at this, I says, God, that's, that's sweet, you know, we, we could do this in like three sentences and be done, you, you know. And so when a preacher tells you that this is going to be short and sweet, usually he's lying, okay? And, and so when I say it's short and sweet, it either comes to be or it doesn't come to pass, you know, one, one of the two. But, but we'll look at this kind of real, real quickly, real succinctly, and, and, and then that'll be our challenge to, to, to get through all of this business. So we, we look at the application of this, this, this idea that God has plans and purposes for us, and, and, and in his heart, it's already a done deal. All we have to do is really seek and, 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 and pay attention or, or be attentive. And so what I want to do in this today is I kind of want to split it in two. It's, it's twofold. Uh, the, the one would be for, for 2018 coming up. And, and uh, the, the other would be for this week even just this week, and, and we'll look at that. So not just in 2018, but all through our future, and even this very week, God has a plan and a purpose and, and, and some thoughts and ideas for us. 
Um, I, I describe it in, in the broad sense by saying God has a wide open, non-specific plan for each one of us. In 2018 and somewhere into the future, God has this broad plan for each one of us, and it's and it's kind of generic, or it's 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 kind of wide open. In in this sense, God God's wide plan for every one of us. Uh, he would wish that we would all be saved, that 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 we would all come to eternal life uh, through Jesus. Um, God would also uh, desire that we prosper. He he would desire that we. Uh, be happy. He he would desire that we trust in him. He would desire that we would become active uh, for him and for the kingdom. Uh, he would desire that we would be involved. And so that's that's kind of a broad purpose and a broad plan for each one of us. Every one of us can can grab onto that or or or, or claim that. And uh, um, because of that, I, I always have a tendency to give people the benefit of the doubt. I, I, I would like to say that for us and, and for you in, in 2018, looking at that broad plan that God just wants us saved and happy and, and, and active and everything, I want to give you the benefit of the doubt. And I, w- I want to say maybe you or maybe I or maybe we need to start out a little slow, a little slowly, you know? And God would probably look at me and he'd say, whoa, you're, you're just way too slow. You know, you're, you're dawdling and everything. But, but like, I, I, I keep thinking, uh, there, are, there are a lot of things. Kind of what we're touching on is the idea of a New Year's resolution. But I consider that to be kind of a silly thing or, or a stupid thing. It's just, it's just another promise I break, you, you know, what, whatever my New Year's resolution is. Uh, but I, I kind of look at it that way. But, but, but as, as we do this, um, in, in looking forward to all of 2018, that, that uh, I, I like to sometimes think, well, you know, God, I, I wasn't everything I could be. I wasn't everything you wanted me to be in 2017. So in 2018, I want to try to improve on that. I I, I want to try to be everything I can be. And I I want to try to be everything you want me to be. And so I give us the benefit of the doubt. And I say, maybe we're not used to that. Maybe we didn't have a good plan in 2017. And so we need to start slowly in 2018. I want to give you permission to do that. If, if you're, 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 you're wanting to say, okay, I get what you said in your message this morning, but I'm not ready to like just fly into it. So I, I, I've got to take things slow, you know. I think it was Pa Kettle who always told Ma Kettle, I'm fixing to get to that, Ma, you know. And he spent a lot of time fixing to get to stuff. And that's, that's kind of my personality. And I'm sometimes telling God, I'm fixing to get to that, God, you know. And so for the benefit of the doubt, maybe in 2018, because tomorrow is January 1st, we, we can say, okay, here, we, we got to January 1st. I'm going to be doing something, but God, 
realize I'm going to start slow and, and figure out this process and then hopefully really get into it and into the swing of it and everything. And so maybe that's new for us in, in 2018 to be saying, God, I, I want to get into this kind of a relationship and a commitment with you, but I'm going to have to start slowly. And, and I always say better to start slowly than to not start at all. So we kind of see this, this broad spectrum of, of 2018 ahead of us. But then again, in 2018, he's also got some very specific plans for us and specific ways in which he'd like to carry those plans out. God, God is and can be a very specific God. At, at different times in our lives, he's spoken to He's spoken to me. He's spoken to, to Pastor Lisa. He's spoken to others that I've known that the, the year was coming where God put it in his heart. He says, you know what I think I want you to do? I want you to begin your studies for the ministry, you know? And, and so God can speak those specific things to us as, as well. Um, and he may literally use people in our lives. He, he raised up Joseph he raised up the officers and that. And so God is going to do something big in our lives in 2018 and in the years to come. And he might literally use people uh, to, to be able to do that. So always keep your eyes open uh, for, for uh, those whom we love or even strangers that now become a part of our lives and and, and can be a part of, of what God is, is, is going to do for us with that specific plan. He might have a specific method or process in mind. Here, he came up with that plan. It's one-fifth of the crops, you know, and you got to store it and, and, and keep the, the rats and mice out and, and, and everything. So he sometimes has this specific way. And, and uh, when uh, he does that, I, I like to, to say that God knows best how to get us where he wants us. God knows best what he wants for us, you know? And again, we might not know what that is. We just know he does have the best in mind. So in 2018, God's got some great, perfect, interesting place for every one of us uh, to be going. He wants to take us to some great and perfect place in, in our faith in, in 2018. He knows how to get us there. Uh, throughout our lives, um, we've had... Uh, Weird things, specific things happen to us uh, that, that just show us God is in the picture. Uh, we, we've, got, we've got friends who, who God, God shows them he's in the picture by giving them blessings throughout. You know, uh, oh, we, we had a, a, a great year with our business or, or, or we were able to finally buy that new home we wanted or, or, or land that job or whatever. And, and it seems for us that God doesn't take us through the blessing places. He takes us kind of through the trial places instead. And, and uh, in, in just, just since we retired, God spared me from a, a fatal uh, car accident. I should have been dead, and, and just f but for the grace of God, I wasn't. Uh, my wife had an argument, as some of you know, she had an argument with our, a wood splitter 
and lost the argument. And uh, the, the doctor wanted to amputate her finger, and she's a pianist and plays the flute. And, uh, and it, you know, the doctor, the medical world, everybody was saying, you might as well avoid the inevitable and, and just take it off now. And, and in the last couple of months, God's continued to bring her out of it and out of it. Her finger is no longer uh, super purple and black and, and, and having no feeling and no mobility and everything. She still, if she wants to get in your face, she's going to point a pretty crooked finger at you, you know. But God took her through that. And now, just uh, a, a couple nights ago, her sister, uh, as well, was, was spared from a one-car rollover fatality uh, kind of accident. And, and we, had, we had the sheriffs, we had the, the uh, first responders and everything that were on scene saying it was just an absolute miracle. And, and so God, you know, now what you might say is, hey, I'd rather have God spare me from death than give me a new car anyway, you know. But, but uh, we would not expect to be landing in a place of, of a near fatal accident or an, an injury that would, would seem to us to take us out of who we've always been for God and everything. But, but in 2018, when God starts to move in your life, don't just look for the blessing. And don't simply expect the test, but understand that God's in the middle of it and he can use either or both to to bring you to where he wants you to be in in 2018. He knows how to get us there. And it told us in these verses, his plan is etched in stone. It's a sure thing. And and to me, that's, that's what gives me hope to, to be able to trust in this. What we see in all of this as well is that Joseph prepared himself to appear before Pharaoh. He was in prison. They were going to pull him out of prison. It tells us in the King James that he shaved himself and changed his raiment. In some English translations, it says he shaved himself, he got a haircut. And so I, in my paraphrase, I said he got a haircut, a shave, and a new suit. Okay? So that, that's how he prepared himself for Pharaoh. Um, what, what I want to suggest is that we need to prepare ourselves uh, in the spirit for what God is going to do. How many of us just wait to see what God's going to do? And then we'll say, you know, I'll roll with it when it comes I'll deal with it when it comes if I have to jockey it around a little bit. But how many of us prepare ourselves for what God is going to do in our lives or for how God is going to use us, lead us, uh, bless us, or, or, or whatever? That's one of our encouragements today as well, is to figure out how we can begin to prepare ourselves for what God is going to do. So there's, a, as I said before, there's a long and a short of it. There's, there's the 2018, and there's the today and tomorrow and, and this week. And I want to be that succinct. I want to be uh, uh, succinct in saying that while we prepare for 2018, let's prepare for this week. 
And uh, to, to lay that out in, in, in closing, I'll, I'll, I'll mention that as well, uh, how, how to look at it in terms, terms of this week. Um, there are a few verses, I think, in, that, that we can apply to our situation if we're talking about preparing ourselves. Now, now you might say, well, wait a sec. I get up every morning, I pray, I do my devotional, so I've, I've got this prepared thing down. Okay, uh, to, to which I would say, well, let's not let it be like rote that we do that. You know, it's like, like I'm up. Okay, here's my prayers. Here's my devotion. Good. Now I'll have my cup of coffee and uh, watch the view and go to work, <laughs> you know, or, or something like that. But uh, ways that we can look at how we prepare, and I'll, I'll run these scripture verses past you. It's Jude one twenty. It says, Beloved, We build on ourselves, you build on yourselves your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Jude uh, 1.20. Building uh, up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So how do we begin to prepare ourselves for what God's going to do in us, through us, with us, for us, and everything in 2018 by building ourselves up in our faith. And ultimately, God in every, uh, in every situation throws the Holy Spirit into the equation. And that's, you know, the awesome thing about being a Pentecostal believer is, is we, we believe in and we understand the huge role that the Holy Spirit Plays in our lives. So God tells us to build up our faith and, and, and understand the Holy Spirit is there. So how, how do we build up our faith? In some versions, building up our faith is, is described as fear of the Lord. Okay, And we know that fear is a holy reverence. Accepting and understanding God for how awesome and holy he is, not being fearful of him, you know. But uh, Jude 21, keep, uh, 121, keep yourselves in the love of God. Look for the mercy of our Lord unto eternal life. So we know one of the ways we prepare is keep it in front of us how much God loves us and how much we love him. Even just during worship time this this morning, when when we're singing that kind of stuff, what you know, what a powerful God He is, and you have no equal, and and these kinds of things, I that just puts a smile on my face, and and I just think, you know, God, when I stop to think about you, you are awesome, and you are wonderful, and you are powerful, and we need to make God that personal. In, in our lives each and every day as, as we prepare ourselves to, 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 to build up our faith and, and, and grow in him. It's Acts 9.31 that, that, that talks about the fear of the Lord. It says walking in the fear of the Lord in his awesomeness and everything. And then, of course, the Holy Spirit. Comfort of the Holy Ghost, because he is the comforter. But, but, but what I see in the Holy Ghost is, is, is that he teaches us. Holy Ghost teaches us everything we need to know about Christ. Everything that Jesus said and how he said to walk. The Holy Ghost is going to teach us that. and So we get that as well too. So, so I would ask you, you know, in, in our lives, what kind of people do we try to please? You know, we, we try to please our boss. We try to please our teacher. We try to please our parents. As parents, we, we try to, 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 to please our children. 
we know as believers we're supposed to try to please God. But do we go as far to try and please God as we do to try and please our boss or our spouse? I think that's one of the things of of growing in our faith and getting God to where he needs to be in our lives is by saying, God, I I, want to please you. I want to do what's pleasing unto you. But, uh, you you know, it it doesn't hurt to ask every every day, God, am am I pleasing you today? Am am I being a child in whom uh, you are are well well pleased? And and, uh, so, so that's part of the equation of preparing ourselves for 2018. I think part of the equation is getting the junk out of our lives as well, too. And, and uh, the, the scripture verse I think of it is, is 1 Corinthians 10, 23. Now, the King James says, All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. That's, that's the King James. My paraphrase, certain behavior is permissible, but not necessarily beneficial for me. Or it's not necessarily able to build me up in my faith. So, you know, we, we know God gives us a pretty broad area of, of free choice and, and decision making. And a lot of times we will make wrong choices, wrong decisions, because that stuff is kind of allowable, you know. Um, throughout the holiday season, um, I could say it seemed good to me to eat like a pig all, all week long. You know, it, it just seemed good to me because because we actually ended up making a turkey and dressing and stuffing and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and, and so it just seemed good to me to eat as much stuffing, turkey, mashed potatoes and gravy and corn as I wanted to. I always say when I eat, I stop just short of calling 911, you know, and, and, and so it seems a good thing to me, but it's not necessarily a wise decision. Come a few hours later when you can barely breathe and you're still miserable and all this kind of stuff. So God says stuff is, it, it is permissible, but it's not always beneficial in the best. So we begin looking for 2018 by saying, okay, God, well, what kind of stupid stuff can I get out of my life then? What, what kind of stuff don't I, I, I need? And, and to take a look at that. We, we, we saw that... Uh, that Joseph prepared himself. And, and I think back to, you know, when, when you're first meeting someone, dating or, or such, you always prepare yourself for the date, you know. The girls hope the guys do. They, they hope he at least took a shower, washed his hair, and put on some cologne or, you know, something like that. Not the whole jar of it or, or anything. But, you know, people prepare for that. Yet we never think about preparing ourselves for a date with Jesus. Because we've got like a 24-7 date with him all, all the time. And, and uh, then, you, you know, looking towards 2018. Now, what about the short term? And, and, and for me, the short term is immediate. It's, it's like right now, it's, it's the now. And, and, and so here's what I say. Every one of us needs to make a decision that we are going to do something this week. Um, and, 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 what I'm, what I'm getting at is we'll do something for Jesus. 
We'll do something for our faith. We'll do something that will build us up in the faith. Because every one of us has no problem, you know, figuring out that I need to do something this week. You know, some of us will say, I'm changing my, my oil in the car this week. Some, some of us uh, will, will, will say that uh, I am uh, going to make uh, pasties or, or egg rolls or something this week, you know. Um, just before holidays, usually Christmas, our, our thing is, is we love to make egg rolls. And in our church, we had a Korean gal that made egg rolls to die for. And she gave her recipes to everybody. And, and so we'll, we'll get ready for Christmas by making 50 to 100 egg rolls. And the trouble is, I like to eat like seven of them at a time, you know. But, but we, we get what it is to say, okay, this week I'm getting to that, you know. And a week or two ago, you, you, you were probably saying, I'm going to bake. I'm going to bake for Christmas or have the desserts ready to go. So we understand preparing ourselves, getting ready for next week, for, for the short term. Well, what about Jesus? Can, can, can we think of doing something for Jesus? And again, what I want to say is, let's do this in, in the next two or three days. And just say, in the next two or three days, I am going to do this for my faith life for my, my faith walk. And, and, and if not the next two or three days, let's at least do it by next Sunday when we're together again. So each one of us can say, I, I did that, that immediate thing, that, that this week thing. And, and it may be big or it may not be big. Some of the suggestions I had, because I, I kind of get off on this stuff. Read the story of Samson and Delilah and pick up some kind of a little faith lesson in it. Read the story of Abraham offering Isaac and get some kind of a, a, a little faith story. Shadrach, Meshach, and I, I, I was going to say, I hate to say Abednego because that's just not the way it's said. But it's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But then again, I sound like obsessive compulsive. If, if, if I harp on that, you know? So I'll, many times I'll say Shadrach, Meshach, and the other guy. Just, just, then I don't have to worry about the pronunciation. But read their story and, 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 and get a, a faith lesson in it, you know? To have, to have been in the fire and it says you couldn't even smell smoke on them. Their eyebrows weren't even singed. You know, and the faith that we can get from that. Um, uh, have, uh, have coffee with so-and-so. In the next three days, just say, you know, I've been putting this off and it's not been convenient, but in the next two or three days, I'm calling, we're going to do coffee, you know. And, and I say that because that's an opportunity to build them up, pour into their lives, have them pour into yours. So you're building your faith. And, and uh, the last one, I says, uh, this week, I, I'm going to read and get a thought from Proverbs, okay. And what I'm really saying there is wise up. <laughs> you, you know, and, and, and so there are, there are little tiny spiritual things we can do. And what I said was, let's do this in the next two or three days. Let's at least definitely get it done by next Sunday. But all the better, let's do one of these a week, one of these a week all year. That's only 52 times that we would, we, we would have this, this opportunity or this option to do something. And, and whatever that little faith builder would be for you. And, and uh, so we're, we're going to close in just a minute. Um, 
But again, what I, what I want to get through is, is this idea that, that, that God, God is yesterday, today, and forever. You know, the forever is, is certainly 2018 and what lies beyond that. But we also have the here and now and, and to be able to do something that definite.